Shalom to all. Today's office is Ma'at Samach, and we are starting at the very top of the Amud, and in the Vilna Sursa Daf, it's near the beginning of Chavches Amud Aleph with the words of Avot Shalanovim. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sar Basu Yaakov Moshe, her Neshama should have an Aliyah. Now we conclude yesterday with a Brisa that Beis Hill agrees to Beis Shammai that if we have a vat of olives or a basket of grapes and the liquid had already begun oozing out of them, now they're Mochshir LeKabel Toma and they're not allowed to be sold to Nama Aretz. So I think Mar says Avot Shalanovim Loi Tairahi is this halacha regarding this Avot Shalanovim Adai Raisa meaning isn't this halacha that a bucket of grapes, which the liquid has begun to come out of, that these grapes are now moksha lekabel toma, isn't this a din da'iraisa? And seemingly the same would be said regarding a vat of olives. Now, since that's so, let's have the pliga Rabbi Yechanan. Isn't this brisa not like Rabbi Yechanan? Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan said, Kashem Sha'amru Katan Chaimrin, the same way they said that we're machmer with a katan, Kacha'amru Matan Shal Zaysim Chaimrin. They also said that when we're dealing with a matan of Zaysim, that's also a chamra. Now, what's this referring to? So, Katan Alachan is talking about finding a katan who's tame, sitting next to a bowl of dough, and he's holding dough in his hand. So, midairaisa, we say, that the dough he's playing with is not from the dough next to him, and therefore the dough next to him really should be tahar. However, midrabanan, we're machmer and we're matamit. And that same thing says Rabbi Yechonah with this vat of olives, that when the olives begin sweating liquid, they're being mazia, now they're moksha lekabel toma, but they're only moksha lekabel toma midrabanan. So clearly this brisa is not like Rabbi Yechonah. Rabbi Yechonah says that this matan shel zesim is only moksha lekabel toma midrabanan, whereas we're understanding that's moksha lekabel toma midairaisa. How are we going to answer this? So the Gemara tells us Rabbi Chizkiya Amar, skip the word Rabbi Yechonah, b'shem Rabbi the Machlekes Rabbi Yechonon, the one whom he's arguing with, or the discussion that Rabbi Yechonon is talking about, has nothing to do with Hachshel Kabbal Toma. It has to do with Chiburin, these olives being considered connected to each other. And what does that mean? In all places, meaning Mida Iraisa, only if it's in a state of nashuch, then that's considered connected. What does that mean, nashuch? So this means if we have two foods that are squished together to the point that when they're separated from each other, a piece of one is going to come with the other, kind of like sometimes you bake cookies or challah in the oven, and they end up getting baked together, and when you pull them apart from each other, a piece of a cookie breaks off and gets connected to the other one. So that's a case of nashuch, and that's chibur, that's a connection. So if something tameh falls on one of them, the other one is going to become tameh. And again, that's midday raisa. But moch in a chibur, if they're just squished together, that's not considered a chibur midday raisa meaning even though they're squished together, if when they're separated, a piece isn't going to break off from one and stay connected to the other one, so they're not considered connected to midairaisa. V'koi, afilu chibur. And over here, what Rabbi Yechon is saying is that even if they're in the state of moch, meaning if these olives are squished together, but again, not to the point that if they're pulled apart, a piece of an olive is going to break off and go with the other one, that's still considered chibur, and if Toma touches one, the other ones are going to become tame. However, ha'achshayran, taira, in regards to them being moch shalakabal Toma, that's a din dairaisa that even Rabbi Yechon agrees to, and therefore this brass is not a question on Rabbi Yechanan. As Hanukkah based on top of the Gemara tells us, come Rabbi Yaina in Rabbi Yirmiya. Rabbi Yaina now met Rabbi Yirmiya. Rabbi Yaina had heard this answer said in the name Rabbi Yirmiya. And Amr he asked him, At Amr Tada Milsa, did you say this? Amr Rabbi Yirmiya told him, In Mini, if you're asking my opinion, Afiloch Sheron Hain Chumrin. Even in regards to them being Moshe Lekabal Toma, that itself is a Chumra, meaning when there's liquid on these olives sitting in the vat, the only Moshe Lekabal Toma Midrabanon and not Midraisa. So Rabbi Yaina asked Rabbi Yirmiya, But what do you mean? Well, Tani, we just had this brass before that. Shavin, they agree, meaning Basil agrees to be Shamai, Sha'in Marchin Gadashalchitim, that one isn't allowed to sell a pile of wheat, Vavachalanovim, or this bucket of grapes, Umatan Shalzesim, or this vat of olives, El Khaver, except her Khaver, Ulamishu Yedeshu Isa Isan Batahara, or to someone whom he knows is going to treat them in a state of Tahara, and that's because they all have already been Mukhshalakabal Toma, and Vavachalanovim Lai Tairahi isn't Salah this basket of grapes, which is 
sitting in its liquid that's oozing out of it. And the same thing would be with this vat of olives. So how can you say it's just a chumrah? My kedayin. What are you going to answer over here? So my answer is Tiftar Krav Meir. We could explain that Bryce has gone corn Krav Meir. Krav Meir Amrav Meir holds Hamayel Kemashke. Mayel is like Mashke. Now what's Mayel? So we have to understand this concept of Heksher that something can be made susceptible to Makabal Toma. As we already know, when we have produce which is dry and it never became wet, so it's not Moshe Makabal Toma, it is not susceptible to Makabal Toma, and even if Toma touches it, it's not going to be Tame. The only way it's Moshe Makabal Toma is if liquid falls on it. However, it's not all types of liquid. There's only seven halachic liquids that Minda Iraisa are going to be Tame this. And those actually have a really easy way to remember them. Yad Shachat Dam. Yod stands for Yayin, which is wine or grape juice. Dalid Dvash, which is honey. Shin Shemen, which is oil. Ches Chalav, which is milk. Tes Tal, which is dew. Dalid, which is dam, that's blood, and mem, for mayim, which is water. Now, what we're talking about over here is mayhel, and mayhel is the liquid secreted by the olives or grapes as they sit in this vat, but it's not actually olive oil or grape juice. And only Rav Meir holds that mayhel will be machsher something called toma, but the chum argue, so this brass would be Rav Meir, not a question on Rav Yirmiya. Now, the Gemara moves on with a brand new explanation of our Mishnah. Remember, Rishamah had now our Mishnah had said that we're only allowed to sell this vat of olives to a chaver who's makbid on tomentara, not even to a chaver who is a ma'as who makes sure to take off Meiser. And we understood that this is all because we have to make sure that olives aren't allowed to become Tomei. So we have to sell them to someone who's makrit Tomentaro. However, we have a different explanation. Amr Abzair Abzair says, Tamid Beshamah Beshamah's reasoning is because of this. Ain der chavr liyas meicher zesim el ma'aser. A chavr only sells olives to a ma'aser. In other words, the reason why we have to sell these olives to someone who's makrit on Tomentaro and not even to someone who's makrit with Meiser is because even if this fellow is makrit on Meiser, he might in turn sell them to an Amaretz who's not makrit on Meiser. However, a chavr who's makrit with Toma and Tahara will never sell them to someone who's not makbed with Meiser. And therefore, Kornchab Zeiruha, the reason why we're selling them to this chaver is not because of Toma and Tahara, it's just because we have to make sure that the person who's going to end up buying them is going to take off Meiser from them. Now, we had said, concluding this part of the Mishnah, Tznu Beis Hillel Vichulu, that the Tznuim of Beis Hillel, they in practice would go like Beis Shammai, even though they argued in Halacha with Beis Shammai, and they held it were allowed to sell these olives even to someone who's a Maaser, the Tznuim would still go like Beis Shammai. Now, we just clarify, Maut what does it mean that Tznuim? Ksherei, the kosher ones, the righteous people. They're the ones that are medakhtik and very careful with mitzvahs. And Amar Chizr Chizda says, Kach shaninu, over here we learn, Shah kosher nikrat tsunua. That someone who's kosher, he's called a tsunua. We're going to stop here for the day, but pick up tomorrow and continue to explain the second part of the Mishnah. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.